Well, good morning. Welcome to Missions Month, a month we've set aside as a church to focus on the uh, privilege and responsibility God's given to us to reach the world with the gospel of Christ. Our guest missionaries this morning are Benjamin and Bernice George to Argentina. They are third generation uh, missionaries there. And so they know the language and the culture very well. And so their job, their goal there is to plant churches, win souls, um, train pastors, and have a radio program. So they have a big uh, bunch they want to do. He's going to come up and say a few words. He's got a video to show. And then he'll come and present his ministry to us after that. So let's bow together for prayer. And then we'll turn right over to Brother George. Dear Father in heaven, thank you so much for this special month we have to focus on missions. We're so grateful for our missionaries. We have guest missionaries, existing missionaries we presently support all this month. We pray that you might use this month to challenge us, encourage us as your people to be more mission-minded, whether it be people across the street or across the ocean. Help us to be a church known for missions to win people to Christ. Fast in Jesus' name, amen. All right, Brother George, come on up. Amen. Well, good morning. It's a pleasure to meet you this morning, and I look forward to uh, being here throughout the day and getting to know several of you. I apologize. uh, I'm a little running a little late this morning, and uh, typically I'll be here first thing, and I'll be standing at the door get to shake everyone's hand when you come in. So I apologize for that. But we've been looking forward to being here for a while. As Pastor mentioned, my name is Benjamin. I'm here with my lovely wife, Bernice, and our new son, Jonathan. And our first son, we're excited for him. He was born the 1st of February. And uh, it's, been, it's been exciting. And a, a transition and, and life, obviously, different and than it's been before. And in a good way. And he's a great blessing from God. And we're very thankful for him. But we had the great privilege to be uh, third-generation missionaries to the country of Argentina. And um, I'll mention just a little bit about uh, uh, that. And then we'll watch a video and we'll open up for some questions uh, here this morning, and but back in Argentina in 1974, uh, Russell George arrived in Argentina, and uh, 74 is uh, 73. I'm sorry, is a, a year that marked the beginning of what would uh, be uh, many many uh, decades of God working in the George family in Argentina. And um, Russell George is from is my grandfather. He's from uh, Nebraska. Born and raised on the farms in Nebraska. Russell was uh, raised as an atheist, and uh, he didn't believe in God until his mid-20s. And, um, and uh, due to the influence of a, of a next-door roommate in a secular university he was studying in at the time, uh, he came to know Christ as his personal Savior. And then uh, the years went by, and God had called him to Argentina. And he, uh, he, as he tells the story, when God told him he was in a meeting a lot like this today, when a missionary came through presenting Argentina, and God said, you need to go to Argentina. And he told God, no, I will not go to Argentina. And as some, sometimes God speaks to us, and we tell God, no. And uh, we don't have a clue uh, what, God, what lays ahead, and God has great things planned if we'll just submit and follow the, those instructions. But I'm very thankful my grandfather, after a, several months of fighting that, and uh, really, God's calling. He eventually surrendered and went to Argentina, and uh, lived there for uh, through 2012 for the vast majority of his life. And um, I'm very thankful for his life of faithfulness and service to God uh, there, and the great testimony and the, the footsteps I get to follow in 
uh, as a great, great privilege with that. And on the other hand, uh, my father, Brian George, uh, returned to Argentina in 1996 after he'd been obviously gr grown up there. He came here, went to college, got married, and uh, raised some support and went back to Argentina and is still currently serving the Lord there. And with that, I had the privilege of growing up in Argentina. And um, at the age of two, I was born in southeast Iowa, in a town called Washington. And at the age of two, back in 96, is when my family moved uh, to Argentina. At that time, uh, they didn't give me much of a choice of whether I should go or not. And, you know, two-year-olds don't get a lot of, a lot of choices in life. But um, so I was kind of dragged off by force to Argentina. But I don't have any hard feelings anymore. And uh, I'm very... <laughs> I'm very, very thankful, honestly, very thankful. It's a great privilege. Very few people can say I got to grow up as a missionary kid in another country, and it's a great, great privilege uh, and, and a blessing that God has allowed uh, that to be in the case of my life. So I got to grow up there in, in, in Argentina. My dad currently serves in a, in, a, in a province of Tucumán and the city there of San Miguel and the Bethel Baptist Church along with uh, Larry Owens. And God has done incredible things there over the years, and it's exciting to see uh, how God is working. And uh, just to look back in time, all the way back to my grandfather, my grandfather was one of the pioneer missionaries to go to Argentina uh, in the early 70s, and one of the first uh, Baptist missionaries, if you will, to go to Argentina. And today, the, the cause of Christ grows faster and faster, and uh, with time, and we're super excited to see that. And to, and I'm excited to see what God will potentially do in time to come and as, as the gospel goes forth there in Argentina. On the other hand, my wife, Bernice, uh, she is from Chile, and which is uh, right next to Argentina. She grew up in Chile, and uh, <clears throat> at the age of 16, her family moved to Argentina. And they joined our church, and we uh, kind of grew up in the youth group together. Uh, their church, her family still, still is there serving God uh, faithfully, and uh, God, um, I, God brought her to mind, or I noticed her for the first time back in 2009, I believe it was, and I was young, obviously a teenager at the time, and I remember noticing what a beautiful girl, what a godly girl, and man, I, I, I really like her, uh, but the problem was is she didn't like me, and uh, <laughs> as you know, that, that doesn't go ver together very well, and um, so started a course of many years, over 10 years of, in one way or another, I would pursue her and uh, she would, in one way or another, very politely uh, tell me no. And, uh, and uh, so on. I won't get into the details of, of the whole story. It's an interesting story, what God has done. But God, in, 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 his, in his sovereignty, has brought us together in 2020. We got married and uh, it's been exciting to see now, looking back, you know, back Back then, you looking back, we we're teenagers, we we're young. Uh, I especially was immature, more so than she, and um, and uh, just just the things. But how God molded each of our lives separately, and and designed for us to come together and serve Him. And I'd heard growing up as a teenager that that's a thing that 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 God has uh, the perfect person for you picked out uh, to marry. And I thought, well, I don't know about that. It sounds pretty far fetched to me. And I'd heard of people that it happened to, but I thought, well, maybe it's just uh, some people. It's not everybody. But I can say for experience, it happens to be the case in, in our lives. And we've seen uh, as God uh, has perfectly molded our lives separately to come and serve Him. And it's, it, we're super excited to see 
uh, God bringing all that together and uh, to see what God will do in time to come. Briefly, uh, for if you're not familiar with Argentina, Argentina's in uh, South America. It's the second largest country in South America. It is the eighth largest in the world. And Argentina is a, is a beautiful country, very big country. Today has 47 million people. Uh, Argentina, the language spoken is Spanish. And um, the vast majority of people would identify as a Catholic. It's a Roman Catholic. And if you go out and start knocking on doors and inviting people to church, most everybody will tell you, I am a Catholic. But I say the good news is most of them are Catholic in name, not in practice. And uh, they're, they're, they're wide open, honestly, to, to hear uh, the gospel. Many will not, most will probably not receive the message the first time they hear it because it's just so much to take in. But they're very open to hear and for you to, to open the Bible and share about God with them. And then over time, they'll come to know Christ as their Savior and it's super, super neat to see uh, every time when someone uh, is born again and receives Christ into their heart. And it's been exciting to see what God has done there over the years. But with that, Argentina is, is a unique country in South America. Most won't, re- won't think, you won't think of this, but Argentina is more European than South American. And uh, there's, there's been a lot of immigrants over the, the, the years, especially before, uh, during, and after both world wars uh, from all across Europe have gone to Argentina. And there's a lot of European influence, both in the food and the, and the architecture and um, skin color and so on and so on uh, forth. And Argentines don't really consider themselves South American. They like to consider themselves more European and, and their, in their minds. And to them, it's kind of an insult to say you're part of South America, even they, they, though they are. They, they feel like they're superior to, to um, the rest of South America. But uh, just a unique thing about Argentina. But wonderful people, wonderful uh, people. Uh, there's, a, there's a portion of Argentina, at least, uh, that are very open today to the gospel. Very open. Argentina is going through a time of struggles, uh, uh, financially especially, and politically and going through a rough time, and, uh, and the different things that have happened over the last several years have all driving people to have more, and more of a hunger and thirst of the things of God. And uh, it's sad to see the country go downhill. On the flip side, it's exciting to see more and more people uh, open to want to know more about God. And, um, and, and there, well, that's a, well, just a little bit about my background, just briefly and uh, my wife, and a little bit about Argentina. With that, I'd like to show the video, and we'll show the video, and I'll probably tell you a little bit about our plans moving forward, and uh, then we'll open up for some questions. I'm, I'm looking forward to hear what questions you might have. I, I could talk for hours about Argentina, but uh, sometimes i got to shut up and want to know what you want to, want to hear. And uh, so we'll, we'll do this. So let's watch the video uh, at this time. Argentina a country rich in culture and vast, beautiful land. A country of 44 million souls that need Christ. 62% of the population is Catholic, but only a small percentage actually attend church regularly, leaving a vast number of people that believe in God, but don't understand the free gift of salvation. Jesus said, The harvest truly is plenteous. Argentina is ripe for the harvest today, with over 40 million 
that have never heard a clear gospel presentation. We are the George family, third generation missionaries taking hope to Argentina. In 1974, Russell George arrived in Argentina and was a missionary for 36 years. Then in 1996, Brian George returned as a missionary and is still serving in Tucumán at the Bethel Baptist Church. Now it is our time to follow in their footsteps, to be church planning missionaries in Argentina. Benjamin and Bernice grew up most of their lives in Tucumán at the Bethel Baptist Church where they served under pastor missionary Larry Owens. Because of this, God has given them a unique skill set and love for the Argentine people. They're fluent in the language and culture, giving them the unique ability to reach the Argentine people upon arrival. God has called us to go to the city of Posadas, Argentina. Posadas is in the northeastern part of the country in the province of Misiones. Our goal is to plant a church here and see this church grow to sustain ministries like Nationwide Radio, Drug Rehab Home, Traveling Evangelism Teams, Remote Evangelism, and Bible College. With the Lord's help, we will reach and prepare locals to reach their own people and multiply themselves. Our goal is for every Argentine to hear the gospel and plant a gospel preaching church in every city across the country. We want to invite you to be part of this venture. You see, God has worked and will continue to do great things as hope is being taken to the Argentine people. You can be a part and join our support team in three ways. You can make an investment by giving financially, or you can help us get fully funded by asking others to give. And you can join us in prayer as we seek to be used of God. Argentina has thousands of cities and towns that have never had a clear gospel preaching church to reach Argentina's greatest treasure. It's people. People for whom Jesus died. People with an open heart in need of the gospel. Jesus said, Lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. And Paul said, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. With so many willing to set God's gift of true hope, would you help us take it to them? Would you do something to make a difference in one of these lives? There is a vast number of souls that would believe on Jesus if someone would just tell them the truth. Praise the Lord. Well, there you got to see a little bit of Argentina. Where I was mentioning the pastor this morning, uh, where I grew up there in Tucumán, the, the climate's a lot like here and uh, where you live here in Florida. So I feel right at home here this morning. And I know some of you are probably dreading the humidity already and uh, thinking, man, it's going to be a hot, muggy day. 
And uh, I, I, I got up this morning, and I'm like, man, this is beautiful. I love it. And um, got to forgive me a little bit. We're, we're from Iowa, and um, that, that's of God's choosing, not mine, and that, that's okay. But uh, in, in Iowa, it's cold right now. It's, it's still really chilly. And we left, we left Iowa last week and uh, drove south and uh, stopped at a few different churches on our way here. And um, it was 36 degrees. And uh, up there, and it was uh, threatening to snow. And we, we, as we drove down, it got into the 60s, and then um, I, that felt great. And then we got down here into Florida, and it was in the mid-70s. And I tell you what, I, th- I felt like it was heaven on earth, and it was wonderful. And I was outside at night, just uh, last night even, just walking around, enjoying just the beautiful weather, and, uh, and uh, dreading the fact i got to go back up north next week. But that's all right. That God will help us with that, and it'll be just fine. But then you got to see a little bit of Argentina. And <clears throat> I wish, with the bottom of my heart, every one of you could come visit Argentina. Come see what God is doing and uh, see the people. And uh, <clears throat> there's a scripture passage that says, An eye affecteth thine heart. And I'm paraphrasing there a little bit. But it is, you see the video, I can tell you about it, but it's not the same as actually being there. And, uh, and by the way, everyone is invited and, uh, to come visit us at any time. We plan to be in Argentina uh, the end of this year, beginning of next year, and uh, starting a church there. But essentially the plans, and, and, and a brief, as brief as I could say, will be to uh, move to the city of Posada. So it's Tucumán, Argentina, is the northwestern Argentina. It's where my parents uh, currently live and are serving. And God's called us to go to the city of Bolsadas. Bolsadas is in the northeastern part of the country. It's a city of about 700,000 people. As you saw in the video, many people think it's, it's a coastal city. It's not. It's just a very big river that, uh, that goes by the city and uh, it borders with Paraguay. It's on the other side of the river, the country of Paraguay. And um, there... In Posadas, there's a great need of, of the gospel. There's a great opportunity from what we can gather. And, and I've only been there on one survey trip. But from what I gather, being there and also uh, a Christian family we got to meet while there, um, the, the people are very open to the things of God. And it's, it really gives me a sense of urgency to want to get there. And if someone, God commands us to go to the world. And uh, it, it, God didn't say, uh, go if you feel like it or, or serve me when you feel like it. If you read scripture, you'll find uh, God commands us to go to the whole world. And we are to try to reach anybody and everybody both here and across the world. And some want to hear and some don't. But when people want to hear, man, it gets me excited. I'm like, man, I, wanna, I really want to give them the message. And uh, so that's, that's kind of what we're going for. But we're planning on moving there uh, the end of this year to the city of Posadas. And uh, we'll, we'll, the plans are to start a church. We're planning a church there in that city. Uh, as of now, I have the great uh, blessing, the privilege, I believe my wife's brother and his wife uh, will be joining us there in Posadas. He's currently an assistant pastor at my dad's church. And he'll be a great, great blessing in helping us get the church up and off the ground and uh, see, see the ministry grow there. And then looking forward more and more and, and long term to see what I'd like to see what God do there is, as you heard on the video, to see a radio station started and, and then grow to be nationwide. Right now, I believe there's two nationwide radios in Argentina. It's something that can be done. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, God's people getting, getting in tune with what God wants to do is what I believe. And God will do that in his timing. 
and radio, maybe here in the U.S. is, is quite a, a big thing, but in Argentina, radio is still an incredible tool to see the gospel go forth, and especially in rural areas. And uh, a, a great tool there. And radio will be one of the primary things after seeing the church started that will Lord willing get up and going. And then many other things that God's put on our heart, a, a drug rehab home, we'll have a camp, Lord willing, in time, and different things that, that I believe God wants to do and use us with there, and he's put the burden on my heart. And along with mass evangelism in different forms with children and in different towns and seeing churches started and training uh, men, and really the, the foundation of what we'll do is pr- practically replicate in many ways what my dad and Pastor Owens have already done, is uh, start a church and uh, start a Bible institute there and reach people, bring them in, train them, and help them go start uh, churches in their towns and their, their wherever God had calls them to go. And uh, that's essentially what, what our plan is and our strategy in, in a very basic uh, terms today moving forward. And we're excited. We've seen God uh, little by little put everything together and, uh, and his molding in my wife's life and my life. And then now as we've traveled uh, on, on, on deputation and from church to church and seeing God's provision and, and God being right there, seeing God prepare uh, the ground there in Posadas and everything going on there and in Argentina and, um, and, and everything coming together and just, just uh, I imagine what could God possibly do in the future if we just stay faithful. And that's really all God wants of us is to be faithful one day at a time and do His will. With all that said, um, I know I probably skipped over a lot of things. I'd like to open up for some questions this morning and uh, make sure I get your questions answered. And if we don't get to everyone this morning, uh, I'll, we will, I will be here all day. So please find me and uh, answer the question. I think a hand, there's a hand over here. We have microphones available. We are live streaming this hour. Also, the other side of the congregation won't be able to hear your question unless there's a microphone. Um, so please wait to speak until the microphone's in your hand and hold it just a couple of inches from your mouth. Right over here. And does um, Pastor Owens, the Bethel Baptist Church, or your dad's, or, or your dad's church, have a Awana and a Vacation Bible School? Mm-hmm. Good questions. The the public school system is, from my understanding, going to be very similar to here. Uh, the the teaching is going to be very similar. Um, the, it is good. It is good quality and and, and educational wise. Beyond that, um, it is not a good a good atmosphere to be in. A lot of things are being taught that uh, we would not agree with. The agendas of, of the world uh, are being pushed very, very strong. Um, so it's a very, in, in, that, in that point of view, not a good system. Our church uh, does not do Awana or Vacation Bible School. They do some different other forms of uh, working with the children uh, there. And I wouldn't know the reasons why. I have no clue, but I do know they don't do that there at our church. It's a good question. Sorry. Uh, in the school system, uh, yes and no. It's not like some countries are wide open. They want you to come in. Argentina, no. Argentina would be uh, one school at a time. So it's based pretty much on whoever's running the school. If they invite you in, yes. So every school has uh, what they call a religious hour uh, a, a day. And uh, that's the hour you can get invited in to speak in that class. Um, so it's, it's, it's per school basis. And if God opens that door, we'd, be, we'd love to walk through it. Yes. Good question. Um, Pastor Owens, I know you 
question. Yes, sir. Yes, I was wondering, uh, have, are they still under COVID procedures at all? Have they opened up? And secondly, is I know in the past the government has had some instability. Uh, how is that now? Yes, sir. Thank the Lord, COVID's practically, I don't want to say non-existent. It's, it's about like here. The only, the only thing I can think of that stays in effect is uh, they're requiring foreigners to be vaccinated into the country, which is the exact same thing the U.S. is doing. Um, other than that, some stores probably require you to wear a mask, but the vast majority know. Um, it's pretty much like here, COVID-wise. Government-wise, um, yes, there's been a lot of instability over the years. Uh, there, in a way, there is still, there's a lot of corruption. Um, and if you think corruption's bad here, it's been going on there a long, long time, the last hundred plus years, and it's a lot worse. Uh, a lot of corruption. So, um, I have high hopes of uh, someone that's running for president that will be voted on, I believe, the end of this year. And if, if he gets in, I believe it would be good for the country. And, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. There's, there's a long history of corruption. Yes, sir. With that said, I will add to that because some are curious. In Argentina, we have complete freedom of religion. We have complete freedom of speech. And the government has never, to this day at least, has never imposed on us and anything we do religiously. And uh, in, a, in a way, they don't really care. And in a way, they're kind of, they're kind of um, on your side in a way. Well, they, they believe you're doing a good thing. Now, the government is shifting socialists pretty fast. And if you study the history of socialism, eventually Christianity get, gets kicked out, gets banned. That's a, that's a natural process of socialism in time. So we don't know what will happen down the road. But as of right now, there hasn't been any problems. There's not really any sign of any problems either in the next few years to come. I know some of you are probably curious about that, so I wanted to say, yes, back here. When you start a church there, do you have a building already, or will it start in the homes? Yes, ma'am, good question. We will not have a building. Um, some churches are started in homes, Lord willing. We will rent. We will rent. A, uh, I, we will look for a large, um, it would be like a large commercial uh, warehouse building that we will rent, Lord willing, and start a church there. Yes, ma'am. Can I answer your question? Good. Who's next this morning? There's down here, there's a hand. I really have two questions also. One is your money, Argentine money, uh, is losing against the world. How does that affect you when you get your currency? Now, I've heard other stories where uh, people exchange the money at one thing in the morning and it's different in the night. I don't know whether that's still the case or not. The second is, um, I noticed that you have pictures of large, very modern buildings in the city and a few of the barrios outside and other places. Your ministry is then geared toward the city. What about outside the city? Yes, sir. Good questions. Uh, we'll start with the financial part. Argentina's currency is over 100% uh, percent inflation right now. Um, last I checked, it was 100. It's, it's over that, um, which is, is um, it's, it's very bad for the country. 
it doesn't really affect us because we have U.S. dollars coming in, and the dollar is, while it's been fairly unstable recently, but it's, uh, it's very stable compared to 100% inflation. Um, so it doesn't really affect us much, but it really hurts the Argentine people because they lose their buying power uh, uh, pretty fast. It can fluctuate uh, twice in a day. Yes, sir. Every, every day it's a different exchange rate. Argentina has over 40 different exchange rates, too, if that says anything about corruption. And that has to do with government and people taking advantage of the system. Um, so financially speaking, it shouldn't really affect us. It is, it is hurting the country. On the flip side, the more it hurts the country, the more people are open to the things of God. So it's, it's a double-edged sword to where it benefits us uh, spiritually, too, because people are looking more. But it, hurt, it hurts the country, and it makes me very sad, too, because I, I consider myself Argentine in many ways. Um, very sad for, for them to see a, a, you know, life get worse and worse in a form of speaking. Um, church-wise, ministry-wise, yes, we will be in a big city. Uh, our focus, our main, the main focus of what God has called me to do will be in that city um, as, as of now, unless God changes plans and God can't do that down the road. Um, the, the main focus will be to have one church train men out of that church and help them start churches outside uh, if I go to Argentina and I, I work, and there's nothing wrong with this, this form of doing things, but if I work starting one church at a time, I might do five or six in my lifetime. Um, and some missionaries do that, and that's great. Um, but I believe we can start hundreds, if not thousands, of churches in the same time period by training uh, men and helping them start. So the main focus of my focus will be that church, that ministry, seeing men train, um, and then... But we do, we do even today, we're, we're working in remote places. So part of our ministry, I don't typically mention it for time's sake, but we are currently already, we're going uh, into the mountains, into the deserts. We, have a, we work with the Hayes Pure Water, and, uh, and getting in, it's a really unique way to get in, help people out with water, get them the gospel, and then continue working with them. That is something we're already doing. It will never be a primary focus of mine. But it'll be always something we do amongst other different things of seeing uh, one city at a time, one town at a time, see churches started and see the gospel for them. And I have, I have some unique plans of how we could do that even at a faster scale. I won't get into that this morning for time's sake. But um, did that answer your question for this morning? Good. If not, please see me afterwards. Yes, is anyone else this morning? I love your questions, by the way. Yes, sir. Um, two questions. About... What size is Argentina compared to the United States? And then do you have any idea how many independent Baptist churches, missionaries are there? Yes, sir. So uh, he, he, listen to this, because this, this, is, this is good. Argentina's roughly the size of one-third of the continental United States. One-third. 47 million people, last we counted, 125 Baptist churches. 125. Next question. Just just process that. Think about that. There's more churches within a couple hundred mile radius of here than in the whole country. Yes, sir. We, if we can get a mic afterwards down here. Yes, ma'am, in the back. I can't be the only one that's curious about how old you are. And, um, I, I mean, it's great. You may be 40 and you look, I don't know. But, and the other thing is you say you're going to go and pastor a church and hopefully train others to go out and start churches. So what is your experience for that and your um, Bible school 
uh, training. Mm -hmm. Good question. I'm 29 years old. I was born in 93. And um, the experience-wise, I studied there in Argentina. Our church has a Bible college there. Both my wife and I studied there. And uh, I don't have... Here's, here's what my dad and Pastor Owens have done with great success. Uh, start, start a school uh, small and with, uh, as a Bible institute and uh, train men there in the, in the church, which is a first and primary focus, and just classes every week and really more in-depth of what you would get in a normal Sunday service like here. And uh, then from there, uh, what they have done, they brought in a lot of American pastors. So when I went to college there, I mean, out of the year, I don't know, 20 or 30 maybe American pastors would come in and teach one or two weeks. So the quality of the teaching was, was top-notch. And you're getting it directly from men of God that are doing it hands-on. Uh, and uh, we have great success with that there. And I'd like to see the same thing replicated uh, with minor changes here and there that, that I believe would be beneficial over time. Uh, it's not that I would be teaching. I wouldn't teach most of the classes, if that, if that was to bother you. But no, <laughs> no. I, I, we, would, we would see God will guide. And this will be a process. This won't happen day one. This will be over the course of five or six, seven years. We'll be gradually working into it as the church grows, as we have the labors, as we have the space, the finances, on and on. I wish it could happen that fast, but uh, it, it doesn't. So I believe we have a question down here. Yes, sir. I did uh, short-term missionary in uh, Nicaragua and Eastern Europe. And uh, <clears throat> as a Baptist, we had, and evangelicals, we ran into conflict with uh, Orthodox and Catholic churches who were not embracing the concept of outsiders, which we were considering. So we had to be very discreet and, and very down in the way we presented the gospel, though we were able to present it. But we were very challenged in our ability to reach people because of that conflict. Has that been an experience anywhere in Argentina at all? No, sir. Not to my knowledge. Sure. Question. Back here, there's a hand. First of all, I'm glad you're just 29 and going to Mission Field. Amen. Uh, I have a very spiritual question. Uh, your next door neighbor, Brazil, uh, the people there doesn't like Argentines very well, <laughs> uh, from my experience there, uh, especially since Argentina won the World Cup in soccer. <laughs> uh, I'm wondering how that holds. And uh, my We're question is, we very proud is, of that, by the way. What's that? We're very proud of that, by the way. Yeah, I know you are uh, with Messi. Uh, the uh, question I have is, uh, Brazil just elected a former socialist felon. Ignatius uh, Lula da Silva, uh, back to president, got out of prison, they elected him president. You mentioned the corruption in Argentina. Uh, I'm wondering if comparing the two countries, uh, is the government going down that same road as it did Brazil uh, uh, with its corruption? Because it's really taken over the country. Brazil, he's a socialist. And I was wondering how the government's handling that situation and if terms are coming up for presidential elections in the near future. Yes, sir. Uh, we have not, that I know of, I don't know of uh, presidential fraud in that sense, um, which is, it's suspected in Brazil uh, and so on. But Argentina currently, we're on roughly 15, I'm losing track, last 15 years almost straight of nonstop, pres everyone has the same agenda. And it's all socialist, it's all, it all leads the same direction. Um, it's, 
it uh, caused a lot of damage. Um, I'm not really familiar with Brazil. I, I, I apologize. Where we will be living will be an hour and a half away from Brazil. We'll be very close. Um, so I'm not, I'm not, I don't know anything about their history. I do know it's very sad what's going on there right now. Um, and Argentina had the same. The last 15 years or so, really, really bad. And it's, that's why the economy is where it is today and many other things. Um, it could, the, way it, the way it's going, it could continue to just, just drop off. And, and Argentina could go into deep poverty. That could happen, as it has happened around the world, many countries. It could, it could see a change and, and spike. And Argentina set up, if you study geography, if you study many different things, Argentina is one of the unique countries of the world, like the U.S., where it's naturally designed for greatness. It, it could be a world power. It was at one time. It could very well be in the future. It's just the corruption keeps it down and oppressed. So we hope for the best. I really don't know what, if it'll get worse or better. I don't know, no, sir. Hopefully that answers your question. Yes, sir, I think we can take one more this morning. Yes, sir. Uh, my, my name is Phil Myers, and I teach junior church. Would you come to infect my kids with a hunger to go to Argentina? Yes, sir. During our next hour, our 11 o'clock hour. Yes, sir, we, we will we'll go try to do that. Any other questions this morning? Anyone else? If not, we are in time. By the way, thank you for having us. We'll look forward to being here. And uh, I look forward to, to, to talking to as many as would like. I don't bite, by the way. I know sometimes some, we go to some churches and nobody wants to talk to me. And that's okay. I don't have a problem. But I don't bite. And uh, I love to be able to talk to you and get to know you better. And I'm sure there's more questions. Let me make mention real quick before I close. Uh, on the back table, and I forgot to grab some to show you. But there's, there's, three different, there's, there's three different printed materials back there. There's a bookmark can make yourself available to. There's our prayer card, obviously. And then there's a magnet. There's a small little magnet everywhere we go. That's everyone's favorite is the magnet. And um, so please grab one of each. Grab whatever would benefit you. Uh, it's there so you can take it and pray for Argentina, pray for our ministry. I covet your prayers. I, I won't turn a dollar away, but I need a lot of prayer. And we're in a spiritual war. Um, I couldn't say enough and uh, what, what God's doing, what's going on, but we need a lot of prayer. Uh, so I ask, please take that. Also, on all of the printed material, there's a QR code. You can scan them with your phone. It's super simple to do. Just open up your camera, point it at it, and uh, that will open directly to our social media accounts if you, if you use social media, and you can follow the ministry there, or you can sign up there. Just put in your email address. It's real simple, and get our emails uh, every month. And reports that way. Also on the back table, I want to make mention uh, before we finish this morning, there are some coffee mugs and t-shirts. And you don't see the t-shirts there, but they're there. And the coffee mugs and t-shirts. And what we're doing is we're not necessarily selling them, but we're offering those in exchange of donations. And we're raising funds to buy a church minibus. And you'll see it back there on the picture at a 20-passenger van uh, there in Argentina. We've seen God miraculously provide. We're about 35% of our goal for the van so far and uh, just through donations. So whatever God puts on your heart to give, you can do that. Cash in the box. I can take plastic also. I know most of us don't handle much cash these days. And uh, I also take blank checks. And I'm looking forward to getting... I haven't got one yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to get one. And we'll make sure we finance that van and take care of that. Well, thank you for everything. We'll look forward to the rest of today, Pastor.